If you're looking for best practices for your bank or credit union, join us while we talk all things sales, marketing, and strategy for financial institutions. Let's make it happen with FIGRO Solutions. Hi there. I'm Meredith Olmsted, CEO and founder of FIGRO Solutions. We are a digital marketing and sales consulting agency. We work exclusively with banks and credit unions. And I am here with a good friend of mine who also works in the same industry, Dean DiCarlo. Um, Dean is the president, I guess, and owner or founder of Mission Disrupt. Um, Dean, tell everybody a little bit about what you guys do for banks and credit unions. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Meredith. Um, so like you said, I'm the president of Mission Disrupt. And basically, we're an agency that works with credit unions on their paid media strategy. And we also help them with their user experience and making that more personalized. Awesome. So um, Dean and I were just having a conversation. We met um, at a great event for banks and credit unions for credit unions, actually, back in Nashville in May. And we talked a lot about content marketing um, in the spring. And we were just revisiting some of that in, a, in this conversation. I said, let's hit record. Let's share some of this best practice. But really what we were talking about was specifically user-generated content, sometimes known as UGC, which I always get, I'm bad at acronyms. But anyway, so it's UGC or user-generated content and how important it is for financial institutions in marketing and sales and really just building um, a, a solid, trustworthy reputation with your customers and potential new customers or members as credit unions. So what is user-generated content, Dean, for people who maybe aren't familiar with that term? Yeah, so basically it is content like reviews or um, like a write-up of what's going on in the service that they got from your customers. And they're most of the time, hopefully, they're giving you, a, a, they're, they're explaining about their positive experience, right? Um, and that can be used in a multitude of, you know, right away it can be used in like your Google reviews, but it can extend further on social media. And it really helps, you know, build trust, get people to believe that, you know, that the products that you're offering is really built for them and that it's going to help solve this, uh, the, the problems that they have. Yeah. And so a lot of times you, when we think of user generated content, we think of content that gets like shared online in some way. So people might be like posting a comment about their experience with a product or service on your Facebook page or on your Instagram um, like a post on Instagram, or they might be on Google My Business, putting in an actual review with like four or five stars or whatever. You could also potentially have opportunities for user-generated content when you send out things like surveys internally to existing customers or a, a new customer potentially. So they might create like a review or feedback that you could then make into quote unquote user-generated content. So it's really like anything that isn't written by somebody who works for the, the bank or credit union, really. I mean, that's kind of the theory behind what user-generated content is. And again, it like provides this third-party endorsement of products and services. Um, I like to always- you know, like, Yeah, go ahead, Dean. We're, you know, we're very like social people, right? So right. like humans, like we, word of mouth is still the most important way exactly that we're going to say. trust one vendor or yeah. one business over another. So yeah. user-generated content is just a way to, one, be able to take that um, that review and be able to then demonstrate what that person said on your marketing material. Or from a marketing standpoint, like you mentioned surveys, like take your, you know, take your mind out of just the, the 
the loan products or the credit union products or bank products that you're selling every day, you're in it. So you might, you know, lose sight of what makes it so valuable to your customer. So to look at that survey data, not only is it immediately yeah. like you take a screenshot, put it on email, uh, but then you can actually think about how to reword um, how you're marketing those products and services, right? Because you can see yeah. the context from them. So beyond just the marketing value of just like being able to show it and other people being able to see it, it can completely change like strategy in terms of yes. messaging. In your content. And we could do a whole podcast on how you take yeah. survey data and leverage it to improve products and services and, and your offerings. Absolutely. Like it's funny. We work with clients all the times. So we're like, we drive, we create surveys for them and like onboarding and email campaigns and that kind of thing. And then we'll be like, okay, now what are you going to do with the survey information? Because if you take survey data, but you don't do anything with it, you're lost. Right. But yeah, back to use the user generated content. So really it's about building trust and showcasing why other people in like, you know, word of, in a word of mouth kind of manner, like doing business with your bank or credit union. So we wanted to figure out, okay, how does your credit union or bank get more of that user generated content? Because it doesn't just magically happen. I mean, sometimes it does. Like sometimes somebody has a great experience and they go to your Google My Business page for one of your branch locations and they leave a review and you literally did nothing except give them great customer service or member service when they walked in the door. So sometimes that's that's almost like best case. It just happens, right? And when that happens, it can be great to like take those reviews from a Google My Business page and utilize them on your website, or maybe you put it into an email for marketing, whatever product they were talking about that they liked so much. So generally to get more user-generated content, we do recommend that banks and credit unions, their marketing departments do some very intentional things to drive more testimonials and reviews. So what's one example of how you've worked with a client to drive more testimonials and reviews? Yeah, and I listen, I know that you're into HubSpot and obviously the whole automation program. And I think a lot of credit union banks are, whether it's HubSpot or another automation platform, but you know, SMS automations as soon as a loan is funded or an account is opened, I think that's really important to do. It's easy uh, to to deploy. And the best part about it, it's like it's process driven because we all know that the loan specialists are busy people, especially at smaller, medium-sized um, credit unions, they might not have as much support. So yes, they should be reaching out, but like as marketers, like let's not leave that to chance. Let's let's deploy those automations to be able to remind a customer, 100%. hey, we know you had a great experience. Here's how you leave a review. And, and that's really important too. Like make it easy for them. Don't just tell them to leave a review, give them the link that goes directly to the Google listing. Meredith, I know we were talking about before, you know, you're using landing pages for customers that they can uh, select specific locations. And when they click the locations, you know, you leave a review. That's really smart marketing because you want to get rid of the 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 process the friction within the process to make it easy to do so because our customers' time is really valuable. Yeah, and there are there are lots of paid tools out there that can help like drive those. Maybe like um, I the one that comes off the top of my head is called Podium, but basically where when a loan closes or a new account opens, it kicks off an automated text campaign through the tool that drives them on their smartphone to the Google My Business page for the chosen location, and you can leave the review right there. Um, those are great tools. They they definitely come with a with a price tag on them, but they can drive really, really solid results over time for increasing reviews, especially Google reviews. 
we also are really pushing people towards um, Google reviews over like Facebook page reviews. A lot of pay- Facebook reviews are spam now. We're even having having um, institutions that are actually turning them off because of so much fraudulent reviews that are being left. But Google my Google my business reviews are really really important. And um, when you have brick and mortar locations, it's really really essential that you're trying to drive people to those pages for those individual locations to actually drive reviews. So great stuff. Um, you can also, you know, encourage people with a giveaway. Like we have said to people, and I think you've mentioned that, that, hey, you could be entered to win a prize if you leave a review. You don't have to tell them what kind of review or what it has to say, but it can provide a little bit of a financial incentive nominally to get them to actually take the action. The key is make it easy and make it timely. Yeah. What's interesting about the giveaways that I, I talk, like there's a giveaway and then you could also just have a straight up incentive where yeah. you're paying somebody $25 gift card to leave a review. And I've noticed that when I talk to credit unions and banks that they're very resistant of that idea, but I have clients that are in the service industry where they will do that all day. And it makes a lot of sense for them to do it. I don't, I don't know why there's a hesitation there, but I think we need to flip the script and really look at this like, Hey, if you spend a hundred dollars, you get four reviews. Imagine the amount of people that see it and that can convince, like, I think what you're going to see is one from what you're saying, right? Like you want to put it on Google. Why do you want to put it on Google? Because people are using local search, right? And the more reviews you get, the higher you're going to show up. Or if there's two credit unions or a bank and a credit union, they're going to go to the one with more reviews. So right away to me, it it just makes sense to have a budget dedicated to doing reviews, even if you cap it, you know, where the first you know, 25 reviews are going to get the gift card. And after that, you close the promotion. And the next month you start that up again. Like, I really feel like that that's an underutilized strategy that can really help jumpstart getting reviews in bulk. Nice. I like that idea too. I'm going to definitely bring that to some of our clients who are really trying to push, um, you know, specific branch locations, especially if you're trying to push out into a new market or maybe you've opened a new branch and you really want to yeah. drive more traffic, brick and mortar to like walk in traffic, call or talk, call in traffic, whatever. That would be even if it was just like a temporary three month pro, you know, promotion for people. So if we're going to talk about paid, let's talk about influencers, because that's something that sure. you have a ton of experience on. So it's, it is user generated, but it's a little different, right? Because influencer content it can feel like user-generated content, but it's a lot of times you pay for it, which is kind of against the idea of what user-generated content is. So unpack the, pack that for me a little bit, Dean. Yeah, absolutely. So like when we're talking about influencers, we're talking about paying somebody who has expertise in building content for a specific platform. So okay. for instance, that might be TikTok or it might be um, YouTube or it could be Instagram. Those are three very distinct platforms and there's different styles of building out what that content looks like. TikTok and Instagram is probably the closest, but it's dramatically different from YouTube. So one, they have the expertise to build content that's engaging um, within those platforms. So automatically, they're going to have a leg up. But the other part is that they have audiences that can be tapped into. So like when you are going to find an influencer and somebody who is local, they already have an, an, a local following. So Yes, mm-hmm. you're paying them for the content services, but you're also paying them to reach an audience, just like you would gotcha. be paying for Facebook ads or TikTok ads or Instagram yeah. ads, whatever your marketing mix looks like, you're already paying for that. But what we find is though, 
Um, these are people who have engaged audiences who are typically in market um, for the for some type of service you have. Like maybe they are not looking for auto loans, but they're looking for a car, right? Which sure. then, which is a byproduct of what you're selling. So um, they've already forged the relationship, right? And we're we, the whole uh, the trust the is there. Is basically, trust. Yeah, yeah, the trust is there already. Exactly. So that's what you're paying for, and that's why uh, you're going to use them and, and leverage them. Yeah. So while they're not they're not experts in financial products and services, that's totally fine because what they're experts in is reaching the people that are in the the audience that they've built and they've built a bridge with them and have kind of they, they have their trust, have those eyeballs and their their attention. Yeah. And so then what you do is you go in and maybe what you do, like you hear a lot of this on the radio, but this is really also how it happens on like TikTok or Instagram and Reels. You hear, you know, radio personalities who go get um, a car at a local car dealer or go get a loan at a local branch, bank branch, or go get their their carpets cleaned by somebody locally. And then they tell the story on the radio of their experience with that business. Well, it's exactly the same. And so you could basically, you leverage the the influencer. Hopefully maybe they'll do business with you in some way, come in and get a personal loan, consider a low interest checking or a, a credit card, or maybe a new checking account, you know, ask, ask some questions about um, retirement planning, whatever it might be. And then maybe they can, um, they can make some kind of recommendations to their audience and, you know, talk about what the value is that they got from doing business with you. Yeah, exactly. It's it's the same exact thing. It's like a classic radio play, except now that these audiences are digital. And a lot of the times, like, you know, for credit unions and banks, it might be a way to explore a new audience or a new market. So it's a, it's a way that can jumpstart that much quicker than traditional channels. Yeah. Um, and it could range, right? So you could, of course, you're going to have an influencer that can reach 18 to 25. But we've worked with influencer and we have this one woman called Mary. And um, she's you know, six years old and she's our influencer for, for doing HELOC loans. Right. So she talks about how she did her. her I mean, her look, I go on TikTok and I'm not 18 to 25 and you can get, I'm sure the, the demographics now on some of those networks and those channels are very, very wide. Yeah. And, and that's what I like about it too, because what you're able to, the, the range of people that you're able to reach, it's much more accessible on these platforms than let's just say radio where, you know, Typically, you're only going to have a certain demographic there, which yeah. which could sometimes make the campaign less versatile, yeah. right? A little bit easier to activate on, on digitally. Yeah. Awesome. Well, so the big takeaway is that you've got to have that user-generated content, mainly because people want to hear other people tell them if they like something. They don't always want to hear from the business itself hawking great rates and customer service. They don't believe the business as much as they believe you and I talking about our experience with the business. So awesome stuff. Thank you so much, Dean. I really appreciate your, your feedback. Um, hopefully we can um, unpack. We may like talk again in the next couple of months about some other areas of content creation and how you're working with credit unions and um, community banks. So um, appreciate all of your time. And if you all are interested in learning more about content marketing for banks and credit unions, please visit us at figro.com. Otherwise, let's just all get out there and make it happen.